What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Unload the Week. I am your host, John Genie. Today, I have an amazing artist. His name is Isaiah Lattimore. You could see his art on his Instagram at lattimore.art. That's L-A-T-T-I-M-O-R-E dot art. Or his website, www.lattimoreart.com. Follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Unload the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Isaiah Lattimore. So what's going on? Not a lot. Nothing? Man. Anything new in your life other than work and play? And what like else is there to do? <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, that's, that's the entire scope of things I do normally. Um, like as far as artwork, I saw you did some stuff for the, uh, what was it, the Flint? I have it somewhere. This is professional. I it, was... I always use my uh, cell phone when I'm taking reference photos. It's oh the Lansing art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was that a um, that was like through a uh, kind of like a nature trail or something that? Yeah, I mean it's the river trail that that runs along the Grand River. Okay. So it's the same spot Art Path was in last year. All right. Um, it's pretty nice. I mean, it gets a lot of traffic. Mm-hmm. Which sucks while you're doing it because people keep stopping you to ask. Yeah, and you're like, really? I need to finish this. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I pretend like I can't hear them unless they're very just persistent. Headphones in, and you're just yeah. like really rocking out to no music, just, just head bobbing like crazy, <laughs> like oh, uh, this guy's in the zone. Um, so these people are walking by and stuff. Like, do they do this every year? So it's like an annual thing or biannual or? Um, or I know it's new? annual. I don't know how many they've done. This is the second one I've participated in. Okay. I don't know if they did one 2018 or if it was just 19. I'm just wondering if they like, okay, here we got a new one coming up next month. So they just spray paint everything white and then start <laughs> over. Or do you, does that stay up for X amount of time? Unfortunately, the one from last year is still there. Okay. And for me, it really sucked. Cause I went right next to my one last year, which Looked like duty now. Oh, <laughs> you're like before and after. Like, Everyone's like, did you do that one down there? I'm like, no. I don't know. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> I think that's just some hooligans. You're right. Just... <laughs> that's cool, though. At least, I mean, it's out there. Um, you have on your on your website, like, uh, the murals that you've done. Um, Gosh, I got to update that. Yeah. I was just, I just looked it up. Um, there's one that's kind of like graffiti-esque. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that one from that... Uh, from that uh, Lansing Art Gallery thing? I know the, the nature de- walk. The design I did last year at Art Path did have like my actual name in it, graffiti. Oh, okay. Letters. I mean, it depends which one you're looking it at. It looks like that one was in my backyard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so is that like some type of plastic or something that's stretched over the trees? Yeah, Phelps actually gave me that idea. Okay. I think he even actually gave me that plastic. That's kind of cool. Yeah. The contrasting, you know, it's kind of like the forest and a bunch of dead leaves on the ground and then just this like black background pretty pretty sweet yeah i'm sure if i had to i could think of some artsy parts reason why it's like that (laughs) yeah i like it i thought that was like maybe some corrugated like a corrugated wall like a metal wall or something like that that's cool statement Um, on deforestation or something (laughs) (laughs) um how big is that uh it's average no Uh, All right, that's the end of the show. <laughs> or is that just the beginning? Uh, let me think. I think it was. I mean, it's as high as I can reach. The so plastic. like six feet. So, yeah, or it was probably like that. six or seven feet. So it's probably like twenty feet long. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's like a lot. That. Even though you're drawing big things on it, I mean, it's still. Well, I mean, if you think about it, spray paint goes pretty quick, mm-hmm. and typically the letters will be like six feet long. Because yeah, okay. it's your wingspan, just about. Yeah, you gotta think how much motion you get with your whole arm. Like the radius of your. Yeah, I mean, from it, your it goes pretty quick. Okay. You know, like I, I did that in maybe, you know, like three hours. Wow. Yeah, I guess that is pretty quick for that big, that big of a piece. So what, like, where do you study at? Like, in like, what school did you go to? I mean, I, I, I am currently still going to U of M. Okay. Which I actually put on my artist. CV that I graduated because I thought I was going to graduate this last semester, <laughs> but I forgot to take it off. Oh, well. Yeah. Whoops. 
I'm like, so I guess I'm done. I don't even really need to go back now. It turns out you don't have to graduate. You just have to tell everyone you graduated. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Like, no one checks. I was like, oh, man. I should I'm going to check this yeah, guy out. I should put Harvard or something. <laughs> I'm going to check him out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, actually, it was pretty cool. From a pretty young age, I was able to uh, at least sit in and learn a lot at Mott Community College. Okay. My dad used to model there for their art classes. All right. So, I mean, I was maybe 14 or so, um, and I got to sit on some classes. That's awesome. Because I seen a, a photo or a picture you made, or you drew, you painted. Um, I'm trying to remember what it's called, the crucifixion. Okay, that actually was my dad. That's your dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, people have to go to this website just to look at it because it's cool. Like, I think I like that one a lot. And I also like the, um, the David. I like that one, too. It's funny those those both of those are that's my dad and my sister okay do you have a favorite of these i know they're like some of them are in real life <laughs> like, i definitely like no, yeah <laughs> like your favorite like um, i'll list my family members from yeah we need, we need that information <laughs> who's the favorite who's the worst um, um as far as like how the painting turned out and like overall like all I, the different things like that you've practiced over the years put into it like what what one I still really like the Madonna and Child. I did that one a while ago. Um, but it was the first one where I started that new... Um, okay, I see. I don't know if I want to call like it that. a technique. But basically, it's just expounding the painting method. Okay. So it's like I start with a drawing, then I go into like an acrylic wash, and then I do a grisaille, and then finally it's the glazed layers of oil on top. Mm. Now, all that's just arty nerd stuff, so don't yeah. worry about any of those words. <laughs> it's I mean like, anything. It's like an art sandwich <laughs> of paint and oils and like all, all in there. Wow. Yeah, that was the first one where I decided to instead of bringing it all up to the same level of uh, rendering, like the faces, mm -hmm. I let some layers stay back in the drawing layer. Okay. I let other ones stay back in their design. Yeah, I could, I could see that in some of them, like where you could kind of see the construction, like yeah. of it. Yeah, like it still looks awesome, and I think it's a cool, like aesthetic to the to the artwork. And it's like, you know, it's 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 your perception of whatever you want it to be, pretty much. You know, as far as like looking at it, like is it finished? It's like no, that's perfect. And then you know, you have all these different, you know. I guess people perceiving it different ways, but I like it. I like your style, your art style. Thanks. Appreciate that. I yeah. got one fan. At yeah. least. That's we, <laughs> I should tell people what you do. Oh yeah. Like you're an artist and a sculptor. And let's not, I, let's not, let's not that not, one. Not, not yet. You're, you got your toe in that water <laughs> though. Cause I seen, I seen some stuff you posted on your Instagram. Yeah. I mean, I was able to take a sculpting class mm -hmm. this last semester, which was really cool. The only thing that kind of sucked about it is I was so busy working on uh, paintings for my senior show. Okay. I didn't really spend as much time on those projects as I wanted to. And those paintings were pretty big, right? Yeah. I mean, I I like working up to a pretty large scale. I think the largest one I just finished was like eight and a half feet by six and a half feet. That's pretty big. It's unreasonable, honestly. It's too big. <laughs> like Every time I have to move them from place to place, I'm like, what an it's idiot. Like, how am I Who does this? this? <laughs> like... like me of the present hates me of the past yeah. like, for working at such a large scale. You almost scale. have to rent like a rental truck just so it's like standing up. I just strap them to the hood like a mattress. Yeah, like a mattress that's <laughs> folded over. Yeah, just... I take the staples off and roll it up like yeah. a like a cheap poster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Um, Tell people what your Instagram is. It is at Lattimore Art, L-A-T-T-I-M-O-R-E dot art. That'd be the one. And then your website's LattimoreArt.com. Same spelling, but no period. <laughs> so that's L-A-T-T-I-M-O-R-E-A-R-T.com. And just check out his stuff, too. Um, so at what age do you think you were like, I'm doing this? Like, Oof. full send? Um, Where, like, I mean, obviously, we, have, we work at the same place. So it's kind of like we have that as our main source yeah, of yeah. income. But you're still doing this pretty regularly, like all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it, it goes in stages. I think you, the first step is you somehow realize that you want to get better at it or devote enough time to be like a real artist or get really good. Mm -hmm. And then when I decided I wanted to try to make it a vocation, I mean, I, I took probably five years between high school and then actually picking it back up and taking it seriously. Wow. I mean, I, I really kind of stretch. 
Yeah, I mean, I I didn't know if I would ever like get into it again earnestly, to be honest. Yeah. Just with family and kids and yeah, all that jazz. I mean, just even like if you move and packing everything up and then I'll just leave them there. <laughs> just, just, this art room stays. I'll be I'll be back or whoever buys the house inherits it. Yeah. But I had that issue with just my like my tools and stuff in garage, and uh, like I packed it all up and then we're waiting to move and then it's like unpacking and then all the new stuff that comes with getting a house like painting and all that stuff it just sat and collected dust for months so i mean i'm sure that could be a big a big issue yeah just drop them off at the goodwill or something just donate it with all the old boxes of clothes and stuff (laughs) Yeah, like who dropped off this junk right it's like all covered in paint i could just buy it back from the goodwill later for like a quarter or something i mean i mean yeah you'd be in the hole a little bit but (laughs) (laughs) it's it's an idea um, how, I mean, everybody had like their doodling stages as kids and stuff like that. But I mean, you've pretty much throughout your whole career, like in school doodling or like, did you start younger than average kid? Um, I real distinctively remember like the exact moment where I was like, wow, I think I'm actually good at drawing. It sounds, it makes me sound like I'm a real big narcissist and cheese ball. <laughs> but when I was five, mm-hmm. I remember walking past the third grade classroom. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but if you can imagine how when a five-year-old draws, it's usually like a stick figure. Yeah. Or it's like a big circle of a head and then just weird limbs. <laughs> just appendages. appendages hanging Yeah, just off sticking it. out in any which direction. Uh-huh. And I remember walking past the third graders who were nine, and their drawings had like an actual form. Like the body was... Like had shoulders. Shape. You could yeah, see that. Instead of just lines and circles, there was a shape. Uh-huh. And I was like, holy crap, I'm going to try that. And I remember drawing something like that and being really pumped up about it. And no one understanding why, because it was still just a crappy five-year-old drawing. <laughs> like, I took it to my mom, like, Mom, freaking check this out. And she was like, ooh, huh. uh, hang it on the fridge or whatever. That's what kids do. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put this one under the fridge. <laughs> uh, just to spare us. No, that's, so that's, you know, that's a good age, I guess. I mean, my daughter's like seven. She's been drawing for... I mean, if she's not Beethoven yet, you yeah. should just get her on I, something it's else. Because right. it's, by seven, you should be pretty firm in the arts. <laughs> Yeah, she's going to college next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, I I had the same thing where I drew for a while. And then, I mean, I didn't have anybody teach me anything. I would, like, mostly just render. Like, look at something and copy it yeah. with my hand. I think that's how a lot of people start. Yeah, I mean, it's especially... You see that a lot from kids. or I interact a lot with high school kids yeah. who can draw. And that's a lot of what they start off with. Because everyone has a pencil. Everyone mm-hmm. just renders at first. It's a really big jump to go from rendering to actually making a piece of fine art. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids get so hung up in rendering that they they don't like being bad at something. So they don't like learning all the other things. Yeah, I was a lot like that. Uh, even when I started to get into graffiti, I was in high school. I was already good at drawing just people, just drawing a face. Yeah. So it's like I would do graffiti letters and they just totally sucked. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, let me put a face on here so that I don't hate this so much. Yeah. But uh, it stopped me from learning because instead of doing the thing you're bad at and getting better, yeah. you kind of just crutch back to the things like you're already good you at. Learn, you learn from failing, but at first you're like, I don't want to fail at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, failing is no good. Yeah. Like, I, I was already accustomed to drawing something. People going, wow, that's really yeah. good. So, And then you try something new and they're like, dude, you used to be good. Yeah, what <laughs> happened? You fell off. <laughs> Are you switching hands in the middle of your art career? <laughs> it was like like Muhammad Ali's last three years. and Everyone's like, what happened to this guy? <laughs> this poor dude. He lost it. <laughs> Oh man, um, so you do you do a lot of stuff with uh with uh I guess kids at, at school like sit-ins and like teaching or anything like that or is that kind of like rare? No, I mean I'm, I'm name my kids. Is <laughs> he <laughs> my children? No, I mean like uh, so we're pretty active in church, and uh-huh. then once people know you can draw, you kind of you know, kind of migrate I'm like oh you know hey my kids really into drawing, and I always try to not that I'm a good teacher or even a good person in general. <laughs> But I always try whenever I see someone who is expiring, aspiring to be an artist, um, I always try to be sensitive to that. And yeah. If there is anything I can tell them, I always try to help Just with some that. advice or something. Like I mean, somebody that, something that you wish somebody told you at that age. Like, yeah. Or they did tell me and I didn't listen at wait, all. now, no. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, that's good. So you're, um, so as far as like uh, the church goes do you do any work with them like as far as like any murals that they've you know 
No, not at nothing all. like that. No, I mean it's really weird. Um, I don't even know how much you want to get into that, but so I mean, officially, our church's stance on even images in general is to stay away from them. Hmm. Just to give you a little background, that's kind of the one of the biggest differences between like Catholicism and then Protestantism mm-hmm. is that in Catholicism they used imagery a lot. Yeah. So a lot of when you see like a quote unquote religious painting, it's a Catholic painting. Okay. Um, and I'm not Catholic. So as far as actually being commissioned by my church. That's not a thing. Yeah. If anything, they like condemn. I don't think they yeah, like Yeah. They're it. like, wait, you draw? Like, stop that. <laughs> I, there's a lot of religious influences in my art. I don't necessarily consider them I could see, religious I could paintings. I see some of it. A lot there. of that's like art history. A lot of that's just trying to use the language of painting. Yeah. You know, it's just the vocabulary of painting. Because it's an old language. It's just new tools. Well, I mean, the Catholic Church was the biggest patron of the arts yeah. for oh, like a thousand years or something, like, yeah. like a while. They, That's exact. We just Googled <laughs> it. That's exactly correct. <laughs> so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah. I didn't know that about that religion. Yeah. Because like, I mean, we grew up Catholic, so it's like, you know, everyone had poor, that picture like child. the head, like the head of Christ. You know what I mean? Like everybody had that picture somewhere in their house where it's just like, yeah. cut, like at the shoulders, just a big portrait of. Of his face. Well, I mean, you can't deny imagery's ability to connect with people, you yeah. know. So I think on one hand, it, it could be a valuable tool. But then if you look back in history, how much church used that influence to then do whatever other nefarious deeds. Yeah. Pope, I mean, popes used to drop bodies. Did you know that? <laughs> really? Oh, gosh. Yeah. The, the, the guy who I've never heard that. in Oh, a my gosh. Popes used to drop bodies. They were OGs. Really? They, yeah. The guy who commissioned the 16th ceiling, mm-hmm. uh, Julius, they called him the warring pope. Not huh. just because he started wars. Dude was like out there swinging swords. Wow. Well into his 50s. Well, I mean, just I mean, that's like, I guess, like war and religion are pretty. They are like hand in hand i guess back back in the old days yeah I mean, not, like i mean they they're not have, even too far apart nowadays yeah true very true but like religious wars like yeah. I mean, that's been going on i guess forever ever since there was religion yeah i mean when you consider how religion has been used in the past how arts played a part in that you can understand why some churches just stay away from that judaism's like that too yeah huh uh, islam too like you know no no, no graven of, images no yeah that's against the law. It's against the law. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard stories about it where I, I guess they commissioned some artists to draw a picture of what Muhammad looked like or something like that, and it was not good. I've never heard of that. I, I'm not going to Google it. It's right. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, in an interview you did with uh, the, the YouTube channel, the Hello yeah. Artist. Oh, Hello Artist. That's yeah. what it is. That's the channel? Yeah. Okay. And uh, you did a, a small interview with that, and... I watched it and I liked it. Well, thank and you. That's what I was going for. Yeah. It's for people to like it. It's... I liked it. I actually thumbsed up it. Nice. Um, but you said one of your favorite painters or artists was uh, Rembrandt. Yeah. Yeah. He's a top five for sure. And I was looking through his stuff and I could see some similarities in like your style. And I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. I, I mean, it's like some of his stuff is kind of scary. Like it's kind of creepy looking, but it's also... It's very old, and I don't know if people just <laughs> look this way at that time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone was just really disgruntled and stoic. I mean, they back were just then. not. They probably had to sit there for like three weeks while he did this. You know what I mean? Let alone a photo, which You're is not like even four allowed hours. to blink the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's like if you move, I'm sorry, mom, but you know, we gotta we gotta let you go. Uh, but there's a photo in here. It's uh, Rembrandt's mother. Okay. The uh, the Leyden, the Leyden collection or whatever. I've seen that. It's here. I'll show it to you. Sorry, just it's kind of scary. She's lovely. <laughs> yeah, she looks like a nice lady. Uh, yeah. But I mean, that's I mean, nightmares are made of some of these images. But I'm not saying your art is. You're right. Is that, is that what you see in my like? Yeah, you guys are just alike. This guy's stuff yeah, this is guy, just terrifying. It scares me. <laughs> uh, no, but like I could see some stuff. Like um, I don't know how to say this. I don't want to butcher it. And I don't know if you know this one. It's a uh, Rembrandt. I think it's a self-portrait, maybe. He looks he's, like he's, he's wearing a, a sleeping cap. Yeah, yeah, it's probably self-portrait. Yeah, it's and, like um, lighting from the back. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, that was, like that just was on his thing. Head. Yeah. yeah, like the I could 
I, I could see that in his style. It's like a very, like almost in some of them, it's like a spotlight in some Yeah, stuff. I actually just did um, a painting. It was called Jesus in the Temple and then also had two titles. Uh, and then also Cupid and Psyche. Okay. And that was inspired by one of his self-portraits with that backlighting. You're working on that right now or it's done? And it's it's just... done. I don't think I've uploaded it to my website. It is on my Instagram though. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. But yeah, I was, I was looking at some and I was like, some of the stuff, it's just, you know, it's just older. I mean, it's an older style, but it's like, it holds up. Like if you really pay attention to it, it's like the, it's like texture yeah. on the face. It's almost like, I mean, it's, it's very realistic looking, but like the eyelashes on some of the pictures are like, I don't know. It's just, you got to see it, I guess. Like the face has like, it's not just smooth and then, you yeah. know, it's like blended perfectly it's like if you look closely it's like sharp edges but a lot of them yeah i mean it's crazy because that's actually what um i mean back then he was blowing people's minds with that, that oh like, yeah i mean that was so re- was was so like, revolutionary i was like wow look at that like, yeah i mean that's that's what he's known for though i mean he really kind of started that more impasto is what it's called it's more like pasta and yeah pasta <laughs> just pasta just more pasta <laughs> ravioli and whatnot i'm an idiot um but he did a la prima painting, which means all at once. So a lot of what you see is instead of like smoothing it out and making it all look at the same surface texture, mm-hmm. um, he would actually use thicker paint, um, kind of mold the paint, if that makes sense. Okay. So it's almost like he's sculpting it's it. kind of like the areas. ceiling. Like, uh, I don't know what that's called. Yeah. It's, it's called an imposter. <laughs> like yeah. I just, I just told you, you were there. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was fading in and out. No, I was miles away. <laughs> Um, so what were the, the titles of the two that you just said, Cupid? and It's the same painting, but oh, it has okay. two titles. Um, so it's Jesus in the Temple. Okay. So on one hand, it's supposed to be Jesus when he's 12, preaching in the synagogue. Uh, and then Cupid and Psyche. So it's the moment when uh, Psyche reveals Cupid and Dark... No, that's the one mean Phelps did. Oh, okay. So it's two people in this photo? Or it's this... one person. It's one. Yeah, the... The inspiration for that whole series is really um, like early. I see it. Yeah, there it is. That's really cool. So like a lot in early Christian paintings, um, what they would do is they would paint an image and then it would be viewed as either Christian or pagan. Hmm. And the reason being, especially when Christianity was being persecuted, um, they couldn't just openly practice Christianity. But images were still important because everyone was illiterate. Yeah. So they would paint something that could be maybe some pagan icon. And then when it was safe, they would use it to tell the story of some whatever Christian. Hmm. You know, a good example would be Bacchus as the Roman god of wine. Okay. So let's say I paint Bacchus. He's just doing wine stuff. I'm not getting arrested. <laughs> it's all cool. Uh, and then when it's safe, I can use that same image to tell a story of like Jesus at the wedding, turning water into wine. And I or mean, something. I mean, it over time, the story will probably change. Like, it's, I mean... Somewhat, like pictures worth a thousand words. Yeah, I mean, you, you just use it as a jumping off point to really tell the story. It's kind of, okay. So it's kind of like, hey, look at this. And people are like, whoa, what's this about? And then you tell them the story about it and then it spreads. Yeah, I mean, you can, I like to compare it to maybe constellations. It's the same thing. Okay. Like different people can look at the same constellation I and you. have different stories built you. around it. I got right? you. Well, that's neat. Um, I had a question because I'm like, all right, I, this may be a little bit of a, Go ahead. I don't know. Like a no, no. I, I get dumb questions all the time. <laughs> Whatever you say, it won't be the dumbest question. There's no I such promise. thing as a dumb question. Oh, you'd be now. wrong. You'd be wrong. That was a dumb statement. Until now, because they're they're bad. Um, like aliens and religion. Okay. Like some of these uh, very old paintings. Um, one is like of Mother Mary. Okay. And there's like a UFO looking thing, like shooting down, like at her belly. Okay. Um. Like when you like, does this? I don't know. Does this prove aliens? Yeah, are these aliens real? <laughs> no, but like, is that is that something that kind of like wows you? Like these people were drawing what they saw. I guess like like in different religions, there's like the war um, in the sky with these machines, and mm-hmm. um, I think that's like in Hinduism or like Indi- like Indian religion. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm butchering this. But, I don't. I'm not sure I'm familiar enough with it to talk about it and not sound like an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like me. <laughs> um, 
I can say a lot of times in art, it helps to know the framework that it was made in. So if you know like what was happening at the time, who made it, what art was doing at the time. Because when you look at a painting now, you're perceiving it through today's lens. True, true. So something you see could be really obvious. Like, oh man, it's totally aliens impregnating yeah. <laughs> the Madonna. Yeah. Um, but I, without looking at the image, you know, if I went back to that time, it could be some analogy for the Holy Spirit or something. I mean, it's just, you know, like, like you said, aliens, people. I no, I, I mean, <laughs> I, it's not like I believe that like a hundred percent that's yeah. that happened and she was just hanging out drinking tea and it was like pew pew and then she was immaculate conception like she's just pregnant um but it's just you know like you were saying how like they would use it as a jumping off point to uh to like introduce people into a religion or tell a story because people couldn't read back then and today i could barely, <laughs> i could barely spell but I was just wondering what your um, what your take was on any of that. But uh, let me see. Here's one. Like it's like people in a ship and stuff. But I mean, these like you said, as far as when it was, I guess 1350. So that's not. That's AD. <laughs> it's that a was, long time. It's not uh, that bad. 1350 AD. That's like yeah, a couple was, months ago. It was in it the was history actually, of the world. Uh, to play off, it was called um, these two objects from this part of this painting called the Crucifixion. Okay, and um, it has Mary in it. No, this is a different one. Um, oh, okay. This was painted in 1350. Um, so it's all flat. Yeah, it was actually um, in a monastery in Ko- Kosovo, Yugoslavia, oh, like where yeah. my people are from. Really? So never mind. We'll back, just back in home country. You we'll should tell ch- me about that one. We'll then. just chalk this one up as a loss here. <laughs> no, but it's like somebody in a ship. Like flying. It's like a sphere with some points coming off of it. It looks like a, you know, like a little spaceship and a person's in it. That's called crucifixion? The crucifixion. I mean, it's just... You sure? Where's that from? Because that blue looks like Giotto. Um, That looks like an Italian fresco if I've ever seen it. Decani Monastery. Yep. That's all all I got. In Yugoslavia? Yeah. Kosovo in 1350. I don't know anything about that part of the world. Yeah. It's just, it's just interesting, you know. It's just weird. I don't know. I just thought I'd bring it up and see what your take was on it. So I'll delete that. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> um, but so uh, have you have you drawn any religious figures besides? I mean, the one that you, what was it called again? The uh, the latest one that we just looked at. Oh, the the Jesus in the temple. Yeah. So that's like a a like an image of him as a younger man, like. Kind of like preaching or whatever, but something like that. You can see he's got the halo yeah. kind of around his head. And well, I mean, if you look at that painting, there's a lot of things that would hint to some type of either learning or teaching. Um, and this is the language of antiquity. So, like, he has his hand upward pointing mm-hmm. to the sky. Traditionally, that means, like, knowledge. It's a sign of, like, learning. Or You okay. see it a lot in um, neoclassicism or you see it a lot during, like, um, the enlightening. You know, okay. almost everybody's doing this. Yeah. The whole theme was to like better yourself, learn more. So it, okay. it's, it's pretty common. There's some other things um, in it that would allude to what it's from. But a lot of that is you have to know the language of painting to know yeah. really. Otherwise, it just looks like a kid sitting there. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's a cool picture of a kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, like, like that image to a person that could read the art is saying that this is a young man, knowledgeable, like spreading some type of word yeah, not was, necessarily a religious thing it could just be somebody smart just like a like some kind of prophet or something like that like yeah i mean there's there's definitely things in there that allude to it being a religious painting okay i mean i don't like saying that because yeah to me a religious painting means that i made this with the intention of like spreading the gospel yeah which i really made it because i wanted to make art yeah and i feel like these things help me make good art i like you know, it just just happens to be, yeah. you know, religious. Religion is that thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could, I could, I could get a vibe off of like, I don't know the 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 way you paint. I don't know what religion Rembrandt was. He, was, I think it was Dutch. Yeah. So I mean, probably probably Protestant. Yeah. They were going back and forth a lot between Catholicism <clears throat> and Protestantism. I don't even know if that's the right way to say that. I, Protestantness. Yeah. That. That Protest. <laughs> Protest. Those those Protestants. <laughs> The Protestantism. I think that that'll work. People will get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was right during the Counter Reformation. So that 
I mean, that absorbed almost all subject matter in art in Europe okay. for at that time period. What was what year? Do you happen to know your? I know Rembrandt was around the same time as Caravaggio, so we're talking like early 1600s, I think. Oh wow, it's around there. It was during the Baroque period, so okay. that's that's like 1600s. Yeah, it's not too long ago. No, I mean it's <laughs> it's like your great great granddad's it's like four granddad, or f- five people ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, like, what in history? Like, um, what is your like? I guess your favorite era of art. Probably that Baroque. I know yeah. I just made it seem like I don't know that much about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you could see it in your art for sure. Like his his style. It's, I'm not saying 100%, but I definitely see notes. I like to think I channel him. That yeah, I, cool. I, I become Rembrandt. No, just yeah. <laughs> hey, just have a stocking cap on. <laughs> Hard direct light in your back. You're good. No, I mean, that's that's the advantage of like working today is that you have just this whole pool to draw mm. from. So, I mean, what I like most about the Baroque era was that it was so dramatic. You get these really harsh lightings. Mm -hmm. It's really a lot of contrast, um, these converging diagonals. And now, because of the internet, I can just look at all of these things in my pocket whenever. Uh, I can steal all those great ideas. They're all mine now. (laughs) Good looks, dude, from 1600s. (laughs) Like, yoink. Um, So, I mean, as far... I mean, back then, it's kind of like... I don't know... Like in today's era, like our clothing, let's say. Yeah. We have every single color you could think of. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like his paint is probably like these are the colors that he used because that's what he was seeing, not because it was limited. Um, Gosh, you know, that opens up a lot. Yeah. Um, Really until the Impressionist, a lot you see a lot of what's called local colors, which are things you see around you. Mm-hmm. And again, like you said, Dyes were more expensive, so people wore kind of muted colors, a lot of blacks, a lot of browns, yeah. what they call earthy tones. Yeah. So that's almost a staple in Baroque art. Okay. Now, again, the advantage of being removed from that time period is I can take the things I like and then disregard the things I don't like. Yeah. So I like to implement colors that are more vibrant, colors that yeah. are maybe less naturalistic, yeah. and then take the things I like, you know, like, keep that contrast. Like the neons or like light yeah. blues and stuff like that, yeah. where yeah. if you came into town with a light blue scarf they'd be like what the heck like this guy's got money yeah i know you're not lying like they're back in the day blue was like worth more than gold per pound wow is that why purple is a royal color yeah i mean because the darker the blue the more dye was in it okay so you know ro- royal blue is oh. like really dark neon blue was yeah. like like a mistake <laughs> <laughs> well interesting stuff dude i i'm learning a lot and I'm I'm hoping people are going to be learning a lot too. They probably won't because I'm making most of this up. I'm just freestyling. <laughs> like I don't. You I'm made just, it I'm seem using, like I knew about art, so I had I'm to say using something. Google to look up alien pictures <laughs> and trying to get this guy to tell me some secrets. No, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, like art. It's like you said. It's like to. I mean, I didn't really think of it like this, but like now that I'm thinking of it now. Um, it's like it, it is to like show you like a little glimpse of what had happened or like share a story or whatnot um, like in like hieroglyphics and stuff like that or even cave paintings. They show people, you know, hunting with bow and arrows and like all the different animals and all yeah. that stuff. Um, yeah. Art history is an uh, it's an interesting branch of history because for one, it can't be changed after the fact. Yeah. You can't rewrite a painting. Yeah, that's true. You can't just like put a mustache right. on Rembrandt's mom like, and be like, hey. Let, let, let me white out some of this war. And like, <laughs> like, so it's a little more honest view. Yeah. On, and then also it comes from a little more honest of a source because it's the artist making it, not, you know, the government or any. It's, I guess the patron had quite a say. But, yeah, you know, especially art that artists have made for themselves tells you a lot about the time that they lived in. I think it's a really interesting look. Yeah, I mean, he had a few there. Um, I guess I could go back and look at it, um, where it was like like a crowd of people. Like, I don't know. Like, it, like what is it? Um, Who talking about Rembrandt? Yeah, yeah. Still, sorry, we're still on. No, you're fine. You're gonna pull up the. I'm night not watch. even gonna. I'm not even gonna um, try to say this. It looks like it says. Yeah, I'm not gonna try to say it. But it looks like musketeer esque. Yeah, I'm guessing it's Nightwatch. I know it has a longer name. It's like the whatever company of something. Rick Museums, all encompassing, and it's just dot dot dot. So there's like a lot. Yeah, 
but uh, encompassing all-encompassing exhibition but but um i want i'm just i'm just curious of the history now that we're talking about it but there's like a few images in here where it's like crowds of people um some are kind of let's see a recently discovered rembrandt nope 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 there's one i don't know if you know this one i'm going to show you and then we'll talk about it so No, sh pop up hold on <laughs> thanks a lot rembrandt who thought you'd get a pop-up looking up rembrandt does that look familiar to you it kind of looks religious oh i mean it's definitely religious i mean that's definitely jesus you yeah. can see the halo around yeah. his back and, and his... Again? so it's definitely in the counter-reformation because no one's naked well there's an that's uh, that doesn't count <laughs> like the butt just, just a kid, but it's <laughs> no. I Is mean, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know the painting by name. Yeah, it's just a uh, very. I don't know. Like, I wonder because we can interpret it. However, like, is somebody there writing down what he's interpreting? Like, he's describing his own painting. Well, what's the title? Let the little children come to me. Yeah. Okay. So that's a passage from scripture, obviously. Yep. When, that was 1627 slash 28. Okay. Call him the... He was in his early 20s. They called him the Dutch master. Yeah, no. Doesn't that make you feel bad about yeah, yourself? I'm, I'm a loser. <laughs> Even back then, I was hoping <laughs> I'd be a loser. But yeah, um, I was never really into, like you said, the language of art, I guess. And there's a lot to it, I guess, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's... Pretty vast. I barely even know what I'm talking about. I mean, you sound like you know what you're talking about. I know enough to to make people who know nothing feel like I know a lot. You're an idiot. Like, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like that one dude who can ball out at the rec center, and everyone's like, "Wow, this dude's crazy." <laughs> like, yeah, I almost went pro. Yeah, but I just hang out. <laughs> yeah, like, blew out my knee senior year. I just hang out the Y and dunk on kids. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's me. That's hey, it works. I like it. So, anything? Um, that you're that you're working on like any plans or anything oh art wise yeah yeah so normally this is like where i pick up well i did last year i got quite a few mural commissions but mm -hmm. this year everything's like shut down yeah which is kind of cool because i just prefer doing canvas painting anyway yeah so i've just been working on a lot of that just i mean i like your murals are insane like they're, they're really not they are good <laughs> um he's lying to you people no they're <laughs> Murals are tough, man. There, it's. I w I don't know if I would say that it in itself is harder than oil painting, but I know that I was shocked just how different it was. It was so different. Yeah. Um. You have one mural. Um. It's. Um. Forgive me. Is is this the title? Me and my sister in law. What? No. Oh <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> that's sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's it's. It says me and my sister in law. Like, yeah, no, but she photoshopped the. The first photo, okay, like that's her. She's she's a photographer, so that's a real a real photo. Yeah, on top. Yeah, and then the bottom one was my painting from that reference photo. Yeah, and that's I mean that's if people want to look it up, it's uh, Lattimore Art on Instagram, and um, it's really cool. It's a it's of a a woman kind of laying down on the couch, semi face down, like looking off to the side, wearing a uh, like a mask. Yeah, that we're supposed to be wearing <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was uh i thought it was kind of funny how much when i started that one how poignant it was mm -hmm. and then halfway through it like all the protests started happening yeah and then like no one cared about covid 19 at all anymore <laughs> yeah. i was like oh i thought i was being hip and now i'm like last week yeah <laughs> but uh you also have another mural <clears throat> of um uh george floyd yeah and I mean, it's, it's amazing. It, it kind of yeah. is, uh, I don't, I don't know what, like what art style that is. It's kind of like a cell shaded kind of cart. Watch yourself. Not cell shaded, <laughs> but not like pixel art, <laughs> but I mean, it's very realistic still. I mean, but, it's, I think that's a good example of like a lot of things that I like and don't like about yeah. murals. Okay. Um, Just, that was, it was interesting. Cause like. Those two murals are right next to each other. Mm -hmm. 
And the one, in my opinion, the first one's called St. Cecilia, the one of the woman laying down. Okay. I think that one's a much better art piece. Okay. I think it's just a better piece of art. Now, the second one of George Floyd, it was received much better. Like, people, when I was working on the one, they'd be like, oh, this is nice. Did you do that one of George Floyd? I'd be like, oh, yeah, I did that. And they'd be like, that's amazing. That's yeah. so great. And for one, it's sad because it's not that good. Like, I, I can I can promise you that there's like 100,000 uh, mural artists that do it. I, I know a buddy. His name's Kevin Scraps. And he's an amazing mural artist. Mm-hmm. He's seen it. He was like, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, not bad. Not yeah, bad. I mean, you're, you're getting there, kid. That's, I mean... Like you said, it's not. It's one thing to go from rendering, yeah, and then just full blown, like fine art. Well, the the thing about the one of George Floyd is it's it's really it's just a a portrait. Yeah. So there's not a lot conceptually going on, other than the moment it was made and it was timely. Okay. So when people are responding to it, they're not necessarily responding to it as a work of art. They're responding to all the other emotions they had surrounding tied yeah. to it. Like they're, they're more or less kind of responding to the way they feel about this moment right now about yeah. just George Floyd. I mean, I like, I like the way it looks. I do. And well, it's you, also you, at the same time. You don't time. know what you're talking about. Yeah, so that barely know. means anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? You're right, no authority. I'm, I'm you just this. learned who Rembrandt was. <laughs> Not really. I heard the name. I thought it was like a cologne for a while. No. <laughs> it should be. We should make it a cologne. We should. Rembrandt, new scent by right. John Janai. Sponsors. <laughs> That's our sponsor for today's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but um, I like I like it. I like um, Saint Cecilia. You said yeah. That's that one with the uh, with the young lady on the couch. But when you you did it, it was she's not really lying on a couch. You can't tell. It's, yeah, it's, it's like just, a. It's based on a, a sculpture, another Baroque sculpture, actually, by uh, Stefano Moderno. Okay. Now Saint Cecilia is normally she's the patron saint of music, so normally she's shown like playing. Musical, Some instrument, yeah. But uh, in his his sculpture was based on when she was martyred, so she's actually laying face down. She was nearly decapitated, so oh, her wow. head's turned up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of morbid. So it was twisted like <laughs> the other way. It's not yeah, necessarily. You're talking about scary art. You should look that one up. <laughs> I'm on it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I used that motif really just to kind of elaborate on the state of the nation. To me, she kind of represents how america's feeling right now just tired yeah just worn down man yeah. just, just what is that called like um it's like i might be butchering this but it's like you're scared of something for so long that you're just tired yeah. from it it's like it's not even scary anymore you're just tired that's pretty good you should find out what that's called and i then think send that's it what to me i just yeah I'm, i just said it so that's what it is <laughs> we just googled it it's, we we confirmed um <clears throat> you have another uh, mural here i'm just going to show it to you and not Say what the uh, title is, because and then be like my sister-in-law, and you're like, that's not the title of the photo. <laughs> oh, that's the beginning part of it. Yeah. So it's quite long. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like to me, this I'm just gonna guess, and then you tell me if I'm okay. wrong. I'm gonna guess this thing's like like I'm gonna say like 30 feet, 35 feet. Uh, it was. 64 feet end oh, to end, wow. something like that that's huge yeah yeah and i mean it, it looks like almost what 10 feet it's about nine nine yeah. all the way across that's a, that's big yeah i mean it was a lot of space and how long did this take you again um that one probably took me about 50 hours wow and this is like after work yeah on the weekends so it probably took like what like over a week probably or about a week uh, i think it took me Two days. No, <laughs> I just went 50 hours in a row and then he completed a 55 hour painting in two days. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's actually funny because I started it as soon as I got the location. As soon as they told me where it was going to go, mm-hmm. I went down there and started. And then the, the lady Katrina who organized the whole thing, she messaged me like, Hey, you didn't start yet. Did you? I was like, no. <laughs> why, why though? Halfway done. <laughs> She's like, oh, cause you were supposed to wait till the stay at home order is done. Oh. So it's like, it was kind of funny cause I'm starting and everyone's like, how long is this going to take you? And I'm like, eh, it should be done like two weeks. And then I had to wait like two and a half weeks to even come back to it. Oh, so you started it and had to come back? Yeah, I was really worried oh. that people would come back two weeks later and be like, "This, it's done now? This was it? <laughs> what is this? I just see like <laughs> lines. And... It took them two weeks to do that? <laughs> uh, but I mean, once I got going, I think it took me, I was out there maybe eight or eight or nine different days. Wow. I mean, it came out awesome. Like, that's really cool. I was, 
it, it, murals are tough, man, because you're learning in the public space. Mm-hmm. So it's like if that was a painting on a canvas, I would look at it, you know, just in the privacy of my own home. Yeah. And I would say, okay, well, you know what? I should have done this. I could have done that. And then that's the end of it. Yeah. But it's like when you see a mural and you look at it and you're like, oh, you know what? I kind of messed up here. Or I should have made this softer. Or I should have done this. It's still out there. Like yeah. all your mistakes. It's, it's too late. Yeah, you're, you're learning in the public space. Everyone <laughs> sees you that progression. You know, like I said earlier about having the one from last year right next to it was like, yeah, it, it was quite the, the leap from last yeah. year. So, um, and you said you, uh, you did, you do, I don't know if you still do or you did, but, um, graffiti. Is that something that's kind of like well, pushed off to the side a little bit more? Well, I just was never that good at it. I don't like saying that too much because people like you th- might think I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. And then other graffiti writers would be what like, do you mean you people, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that. <laughs> you know, them people like you, but, uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm always sensitive not to promote that too much mm-hmm. just because I know a lot of graffiti writers who are way better than me, who would maybe not approve of me trying to claim that as part of my own professional image. Okay. Um, <clears throat> You know, it speaks a lot to, there's a real interest for what people think is graffiti, which a lot of times people kind of combine graffiti and street art and aerosol art. Mm -hmm. And in this growing interest, there's opportunity to do more work. But graffiti, in my mind, is more or less like actually letters, words. Yeah. Like like your your name. People tagging their brand or their name or whatever. Uh, And that doesn't get received as much. Yeah. So then there's a guy like me who comes along and I say, oh, yeah, I was a graffiti writer. And then I do like a face. Yeah. And people like it. Other graffiti, like real writers would be like, this freaking poser. This is not Yeah, that's not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I did graffiti for a little bit. I just was never good enough at it that I would say, yeah, I was this crazy graffiti writer. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I grew up in New York, um, and you see it everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like train going by. It's like even trains here everywhere. You see like a lot of white and gold just colors that pop yeah. off the black painted train and it's just like a name and you could barely even read it i mean i can read it yeah you like, can't read yeah it. i'd be like that says sh- like well, i don't know what it says like I would, they would have to stop and i'd have to like have it on a piece of paper and like because sometimes the letters are all smashed together real tight yeah. or they're just flow weird or what whatever when i think that's i think that is the speed bump that prevents graffiti from being as popular as other forms of street art is because it is i don't want to say niche but it takes a certain level of commitment to really understand good from bad. Mm-hmm. Once you can read it and you can understand some guy's letter structure, I mean, there are rules to be followed. There's good and bad letters, right? But the problem is the average person hasn't been exposed to enough to discern that. Mm. So they could see a bad graffiti piece by some dude like me who sucks, <laughs> and they think it's really good. Where someone who can actually tell what's good and bad graffiti would look at mine and say, I think it's Four point like, five. There's skill there, 10. but it's not what it yeah. what at heart graffiti is. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely for me at least. It's not up to par with what I think I can do in other art forms. Oh, I think you're a great artist. So, I mean, you don't know any artists. Yeah, well, I know my sister's a good artist. Oh, see, I'm I'm not an artist, but I draw. Who's better between me and her? Who do you love more? Uh, right now, gun <laughs> to the head. We're both hanging <laughs> off a cliff. You can only pull one of us up. Um, I don't know, man. Probably. Probably pick you. No, I'm just okay. <laughs> I was going to leave. Well, then, <laughs> I was going to walk right out. She did a lot of stuff like in school, like school projects and stuff like yeah. that. And I mean, when I was a kid, so I'm like, whoa, like my brother was good. He was he was like, I guess, graffiti esque, but like yeah. on paper. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, it seems like we have a few artists in our family, like yeah. draw, you know, drawing just pencil, like pencil and paper artists, but nothing like what you're doing. Mm. Uh, but, but yeah, I think, I think you're very talented Thank and you. what are you like 19? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I mean, you still got a long way to go too. Like it's, like, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how everything goes out there. Yeah, I mean, it's my doctor would disagree with you on that one. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, like when I'm doing something like it's weird, like a painting, you're doing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Technically every time you just have certain skills that you're bringing to that. Yeah, certain image you want to, you know, you want it to end up looking like. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like there's never the perfect painting. Oh, never, never. There's never the like for you for anybody. Yeah, there's never where you're like, 
I got it, and I'm done. Like well, that's I mean, per- that's 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 it. Like it it could be completed where it's like, oh, this is I'm done. This is done. But like for like, I mean, there's nothing perfect, obviously. But you know what I mean. Like like you're going to school. Like yeah. you're learning from every single piece of art that you do. Yeah. No, I mean, and I think it's a blessing that you never really get that feeling. Yeah, it would be. I- if I painted something and I was like, oh, this is it. This is going to be the best thing that I'll ever do. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't really want to keep doing it, right? You might like, just be doing that same thing. Yeah. And it's just, there's no flavor to it. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Just like the last 75 you did. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the one thing I did learn from my time doing graffiti when I did do it that I ca- still carry today and helps a lot. Uh, I learned a lot to not be overly sentimental about a piece. Because in graffiti, everything's gone within like, I mean, if something rides out a couple of weeks, you're pumped about it. Yeah. So it's really more about getting it done, doing the thing, and then whether it's perfect or not, you just move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a really good mindset. I see a lot of other artists who they get so wrapped up in their one, they want it to be so perfect that it prevents them from producing more. Yeah. You know, like, kind of, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. No, it's just, it just kind of hinders them from progressing because they're, they're just so caught off like this one's got to be perfect yeah like i my sister bought me a uh, sketchbook and it's like a hardcover sketchbook like nice thick paper frick yeah i mean not, no wonder you like her more than me <laughs> <laughs> i got a nice i got a nice uh art book um but uh but so i'm like thinking every page has to be like mm-hmm. an awesome picture yeah and then i have a scrapbook that's like it's got a lot more in it yeah even though it's not the best, but it's like it's it's more filled up than yeah. like the main one. It's like a like I'm trying to make it a portfolio or something. Yeah, where really just put pencil on the paper and just start drawing stuff because I've had some of my best best stuff like on accident. Yeah, like I just start drawing ahead and it's like off to the side of the paper, so it's not even like dead center <laughs> in the paper. And then I'm like, man, I wish I had more paper over here. <laughs> so I recommend. Uh, Starting in the middle of the paper, if you're just doodling, but um, you never know. But it's yeah. you don't have to have every page be the, the, the you know, a, a one piece like, oh, this is awesome, yeah. and then start on the next one. It's it's almost impossible. I mean, I think both are important. You know, I think that you need that time where you do something that you don't even necessarily have to show anybody. But this thing you're just doing just to kind of work out your own creativity, yeah. just to get the feeling of you know trying something new. Let it suck, like. When I get really caught up and I don't feel like drawing anything or doing any work, when I get like, I don't know what writer's block is for painters, painter's block, whatever. Painter's bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like to draw anime just because I really am just bad at it. I'm not good at it. So the expectation is really low. Mm -hmm. So really whatever I do, I'm not trying to get it super great. Like it takes the pressure off. Yeah. I'm doing this thing just for the love of doing art again. Yeah. You know, kind of like when Michael Jordan played baseball. That's a great analogy. I'm, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the minor league Michael Jordan baseball player of anime. I have his rookie card right here. No. <laughs> uh, so it's important that you you have that practice, but I do still think it's important that you pursue whatever you think your highest level of art is. You need to try to do that. You know, just don't hold yourself to the expectation of like this is going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But you do pursue that perfect painting. Like you, you need to regularly try to make something that's the best thing you can make kind of just as a heat check to see, okay, where am I at? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Uh, information for any young people yeah. that may be listening to this one day, yeah, there you go. <laughs> 10 years from now when they're, <laughs> um, but yeah, when I was a kid, like, you know, my sister was good. My brother was good, but we never talked about it. We just drew like, you know, just doodle on everything it's so gnarly you would say that my uh my brother was good at drawing and i didn't know for like eight years yeah that's like my brother's really good and my sister's really good and then my both my nephews are really good and then it's like one's a tattoo artist and one has like sketchbooks you know what i mean i'm like dude this stuff is awesome like it's not like fine art or anything but you know just as like he created that with his hand like i wouldn't have been able to think up what he just drew So it's kind of like unique in that way. But yeah, so it's like, I'm like, you draw too? Like, (laughs) like I knew as a kid, you know, on top of that, they live in a different state. Mm. So it's like, you know, you kind of, you see them once a year if you're lucky. And then when they came out, he brought some of his stuff and I was like, dude, this is awesome. And then I pulled out my book that had like eight pages, like really good stuff. (laughs) And then like, 
a doodle I did on a um, on a paper plate at a campground, and I was like, I like this, and I kept it. I cut it out of the paper plate and like kept it in my pocket, and it's up there, up there somewhere. Hmm. It's like a little mustard stain on it. <laughs> so you were both adults when you found out that that he could draw. Yeah, too? I mean, he was like he was as a kid. You know, okay. they, you know, they drew and you know everybody kind of draws as a kid, but I didn't know he was like avidly still doing it like he wasn't posting you know he didn't take any screen grabs or whatever and send him to me he was just doing it just like doodling and stuff and yeah he's you know he's what 21 hmm. i believe or 22 and i mean you know when we used to see him every day he was like four so like you only see him once a year and then years fly by and then you're like dude we're like the same person <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah um so any advice other than what you just uh, said for anybody up and coming in the in the game of art? Like, um, I mean, I don't know. Go to be an engineer instead. <laughs> Do something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, run don't. away. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll say this. Um, gosh. So there's really there's two types of pathways for an artist that I that I think. There's the working artist, and then there's the fine artist. So the working artist would be someone like my friend Kevin Scraps. Look him up. He's amazing. To me, he's like the perfect example of a working artist. He's a guy who he makes his living doing art. So he uses his creativity to then make money. Yeah. And he's, he's pretty good at it. I mean, he's, he's a really good working artist. The challenge with that is like 80 to 90% of all the work he makes, someone told him what to paint. He's doing it for so. a customer. He's creative at it, and he gets to implement his own creativity here and there, but he relinquishes a lot of that control. But the upside is he makes money. Yeah. Okay, then the fine artist is someone who your first and primary goal is to make art that you think is the best art you can make. Now, the challenge there is translating that to some type of financial gain is really hard. Okay. It's not impossible, but you have to know that if you choose that route – you have to still survive. So you have to think, okay, how am I going to make money? Mm-hmm. Whether it's working art on the side, working a normal job on the side, being really broke for like 10 years. Yeah. If maybe your parents have money, they could send me some would be great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So that's the challenge a lot for people who want to try to pursue fine art. Like I want to be a gallery artist or whatever, mm-hmm. um, is that you can't let yourself starve in the meantime. Yeah. So I would say decide how much of each of those two paths you want to be. Most artists do a little of both. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to, if I make art, I, as often as I can, try to make it fine art. I really try to avoid working art as much as possible. Okay. Uh, and the reason just being because I work a lot at GM. So yeah. I'd rather just work when I'm working and I'd rather make art when I'm making art. So yeah, I, I, I get not, it. So you just want to do what you want to do, what you think is, like yeah, you said, wanna, what, what the best art that you can create is and put it out there. Yeah. So that's all blow up and act like I don't know nobody. Do you have any prints made up of any of the stuff that you have? Uh, yeah. You know, I made prints for my senior show. Um, they weren't, I'm, I'm trying, I actually just ordered some more prints. I want some more high quality professional prints. Mm-hmm. If anyone wanted some, they could either email me or message me through the website or Instagram. Um, or if you're in the area of Fenton, I just started selling prints out of the cause and effect gallery in Fenton. Okay. Interesting. So you're keeping them the same size or you're, they're all different sizes. Uh, I mean the ones I made up before I had, you know, small ones that were like, were they 12 by 18 or something? Okay. And then we had the bigger ones that were like 18 by 24. And then, I mean, you can go to whatever size you want. Really. Yeah. That's just going to cost more. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, even canvas prints, I made a couple of those too. Oh, wow. But I, you don't make like, 20 of those right off the bat yeah. and then try to sell them. Those are more like on order. Yeah. So it may take a little longer, but it's better quality. Yeah. It looks more like a painting than it, yeah. like a poster. We can always just try to get a painting, I guess. Yeah. So so um, pretty much what you just told me is that uh, you don't want to do any work for me. <laughs> no, no, like, I was waiting for that to come up. No, I, I just mean, want you to go crazy on this wall. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Just, I mean... Just don't come in here with a bucket of paint and splash it on there. Like, done. Give me <laughs> just my- go crazy. Just foaming at I mean, the mouth. I have a couple more posters. I, I said this before on, on a previous podcast, but I have um, a Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. and Halloween. Yeah, I heard you tell Sam that. Yeah, and then I got the Friday, you know, Friday the 13th. Did I say Friday the 13th twice? 
Nightmare I'm, on Elm Street. You Halloween, something during that, that section of Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah. So and and then I kind of want this to be like a like a like guess like a focus wall or whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not that I don't take on any commissions. It's mm-hmm. not even that I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. It's just that like on my totem pole of things that I want to do, I put that under. A lot of other things like that's kind of low on my priority. You're hurting my feelings. I mean, it's you know, <laughs> it's you, true. You picked your sister earlier. <laughs> I'm dropping off a cliff right now. So how do you think well, I feel I, about it? I guess yeah. My bad. No. <laughs> Damn it! I should have picked. Him. <laughs> um, well, maybe you know we could talk about it. Yeah. You know, um, maybe you could refer me to somebody. Who, I mean, uh, what would help a lot if we could get Phelps on it too? Yeah. Just because he a works so fast that he can cover up a bunch of space really quick, so I don't have to. Yeah, and then I'm, also. I think our work looks pretty good together, but I, I am looking for opportunities where we can do more things. He was the guy who actually helped with the George Floyd mural. Mm. He did the lettering around that. Okay. So, I mean, if if we were to come in and do one together, then it kind of converts it from being a, okay, commission, paint my wall, into, a, okay, now I'm pursuing this uh, collaboration with this other artist. I'm trying to better the art him and I make together. Mm-hmm. So then it moves up on the totem pole. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what you would recommend on something like this. I would like this. This is just. I'm me. thinking My Little Pony hey, or like a zombie My Little Pony. I'll, I could deal with that. <laughs> well, you got to think it's going to be covered by two more of these this size posters. That's so disrespectful. That's like getting a haircut and then putting your hat on right afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah, it looks good. Where's my hat? <laughs> I was thinking a horizontal uh, divide between. You know, I don't know something. Don't don't tell me what I what I'm gonna. <laughs> this pay. is what you're gonna do. Okay? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I gave I, you that I, whole spiel about working artists, and then <laughs> and then I'm like, well, speaking <laughs> of working artists, um, I don't know. That's what I I wanted something split, like two tone, three tone, three colors, maybe, and vice versa. Yeah. Like I don't know, like the exact negative because negative colors look weird, like when you're looking at them. You know, like it just looks weird to me. But like I don't know, like. Something, something it doesn't have to be anything in particular. It could just be lines and designs and yeah. shapes and whatever. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Okay. Maybe I'll draw something up and no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to draw you um, and then email it to you what I want you to draw for me. <laughs> yeah. Artists love when you do that, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, I want this exact thing. But your little flair, but not too much. Those those are my favorite commissions. The only thing better is when halfway through it, you want me to change a bunch of stuff. <laughs> like that just really gets me giddy. No, honestly, like I just don't want you guys to put something up there um, that you're proud of. Because <laughs> it's going to be covered with a couple of posters. You know what I mean? Like I just just have fun. You know what I mean? Like if it if it does come to fruition, like just, just have fun. Just whatever. Like. We'll edit this out. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so again, we're gonna we're gonna plug your your. Uh, sorry, I'm thinking. Your email and your Instagram yeah. again, just so people you know can uh, can look it up and check out your artwork and really hammer the Instagram. Yeah, it's, I can't tell it. Hammering. <laughs> <laughs> I hate how hard it is. Lattimore dot art, by the way. Yeah, I'll spell it too. L a t t I am O R E dot art at Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to spell when I look at the word. uh, I I hate how much of a thing that is in being an artist, like having to consider your social media presence. Mm. Like it really has nothing to do with being an artist, but it's like so important to being an artist. It's like every once in a while going to the rooftop with a, with a bullhorn, like I got a new painting. (laughs) And then everyone's like, all right. (laughs) So, I mean, it's like they want to know that you're still doing it. You know what I mean? So well, it's like if you if you don't post anything on there, but you're still cranking stuff out, like they're like, oh, I guess he's not doing anything anymore. Like <laughs> he just quit painting. There was this, I forget where, but there was this mural festival. Gosh, I want to say it was, it might have been in New York. But it, anyway, they didn't accept any applicants unless they had like 10,000 Instagram followers. Jeez. Yeah. Which... That has nothing to do, like, you don't want to see my murals and see if I'm good. Like, yeah. I could be some girl posting or posing in front of my pictures with the duck face. Yeah. And I get and, 10 grand. And like, not a lot of clothes on. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but here I am, some fat, old, sweaty man. <laughs> I could be standing next to a masterpiece and they'd like, yeah, let's, 
I have, like, I have like no next swipe left. <laughs> I have like seven Instagram followers and four of them is my mom. No, you don't. Oh gosh. I'm going to give you the exact number. It's 3000. Oh, that's, nice dude. That's a lot. That's nowhere near where it's at. Legitimately. You have almost you a thousand. On, you're you on someone a thousand. else's page. <laughs> you have almost a thousand, man. <laughs> almost a thousand. That's amazing. Thanks. That's, that's like that's those, a, those rookie numbers. That's a lot. Nah, it's hard, man. It's yeah. I mean, it's I hate that that, that even goes into my thought process yeah is like at what point of this painting is it ready to go online and then it's like okay now how do i crop this i mean even like show how like the gritty ugly part of painting like the mess like your hands like i I like doing progressive shots yeah like i like showing the process so it's like here's a drawing here's the wash layer here's the gazai here's the Mm. finished product but even that makes you feel so dirty I mean, they, I'm like just doing it for follows. It's like everybody's seeing like this tip of this iceberg above the water when there's all this iceberg under the water yeah. or however that, I don't think that's the saying. I think that was like some meme or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking I, w- I want to get a shirt made that says like, pretend I'm a hot girl and like my art <laughs> and wear it in all my Instagram photos. And they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. It's always some girl posing in front of her paintings and she's like not even painting. She just has like a dry paintbrush. <laughs> she's just like, she's got oh. all the paint on her and nothing right. on the canvas. Yeah, like, <laughs> like uh, whoops. <laughs> standing in front of a finished painting. Like this is what I dress like when I paint all the time. It's just a crop top pajamas. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, um, and is there anybody you said, uh, What's that gentleman's name? Kevin Scraps. Scraps. Yeah, yeah. his name's Kevin Burdick, but his his graph name was Scraps. Okay. I think his Instagram is Kevin Scraps fourteen. Okay. Um, I mean, as far as mural lists go, especially locally, dude's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. And dude. then Phelps has uh, his own. Yeah, Phelps is um. So he has two graph names. It's Detach, D T A C H, and then Checks. Okay. So his Instagram is that combined. It's D A T C H E C. KS. I don't remember how to spell checks, but yeah. Or okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys are talented, man. So that'd be great to have something, Thanks. some type of artwork from from you from you guys together. Like you never know. Maybe it'll be worth something one day, and then when I sell this house, somebody will paint over it and not even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how art goes. Yeah. Well, all right. Um, I guess we'll call it a show, man. Thanks for stopping in. This was fun. All right, nice. Nothing else. You don't want me to. I could paint on and people could listen to me as I'm painting. <laughs> we could do it. We could just sit here for like five more minutes and let people just listen in silence. That's what it's like. That's it. He just yeah. painted. Yeah, that's a masterpiece right there. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks again. We have to do this again sometime next, you know, when you have uh, more followers on Instagram, yeah, like another 10,000, at least before you come back, you need at least 10,000 followers to be on the show. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to anybody. I'm trying to help people, man. But, but yeah, dude, thanks again. We'll have to do this another time and we'll talk off, uh, off the air, even though this is recorded. Okay. That's it. It's over. <laughs>